But we rolling, man. We What's rolling? up, good oh, people? Oh, oh. We are back with another episode of Daddy Issues. Mm-hmm. I got Doughboy in the house. Doughboy, thank you for having me, my good oh, friend. Oh, man, Tony thanks Baker. for coming through. You know what I'm saying? Keon is all trying to get the coronavirus. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get it at this point. He keeps getting on these ships. <laughs> oh, the ships? Man, he just be like, yeah, I, I got another I got to throw caution to the wind. Yeah. Type stuff. Every time you look at the news, the quarantine cruise it's getting ship. A, it's getting ridiculous Man, out so there like, in uh, the streets. So he he's at sea right now. So, uh, but luckily you pulled up. I did. You are dad. Yeah, I am. I have a daughter. How old is your daughter for she, the people that don't? She's fourteen years old. We actually have a podcast called Girl Dad the Podcast. Man, so we're gonna be changing the name soon. But yes, fourteen. It's different, man. You got a full teenage girl in these streets. Man, it's stressful. Yeah, it's stressful. I mean, I think it's stressful when you have a child of any gender, mm. but just as a father, just knowing how ridiculous I was in my pursuit of girls when mm. I was younger, I just be like, man, damn, I hope she just don't really get into boys till she's 45. <laughs> That's what I would prefer. Now, are you more scared of how she's acting or more scared of how the boys are um, At this point, I'd, I'd just be more scared about the boys because she's not really that into boys. Like You know what I mean? Okay. She, she just be chilling. She's more mm-hmm. into school, into her extracurricular stuff. So she, if she is into boys, she's hiding it very well for me because I can't see it. And you can use detail you know, with can kids. You? I would like to think so. You, you you couldn't tell when your boys was was having a crush on a girl. Um, I would have to ask. I I would never I would never sense it on my own. I would always have to ask, and then you know they would tell. Because I would always check in, and be like, "Who y'all got a crush on? <laughs> what y'all out in here yeah. doing?" And then they'd be like, "Well, actually, it was uh, funny. You should ask." Like Renee is looking pretty good. She was drinking the chocolate milk, and then. Um, <laughs> So, you know, but I had to ask. Right. So I was, it was never like, a, uh, you know, me sensing it. Because I'm not usually around the boys and their peers mm-hmm. at that age, like when they were younger. So, right. um, you know, picking them up from school, that's all. that was the only glimpse I would have. Unless it was like on. their core group of friends where they were like, can, you, can, I, can I go over to Nathaniel's house? Can I go over this? Over Roderick's yeah, house? Yeah, <laughs> so, but, you know, me seeing them interact, I can never tell. So. I think that the biggest key is just to make sure you have the communication thing mm-hmm. going with them. I think that's the best part of parenting my child is that we just talk about everything so I don't feel like we have a ton of secrets and I don't really parent her like my parents parented me Mm -hmm. you know I feel like my parents were just like don't do this don't do that and that's just what I said and they left yeah they just walked out we never did nothing that you was thinking about doing ever in life and then they slammed the door but they didn't even leave the house they were just on the other side of the door standing there yeah we just told him we didn't have nowhere to go though so uh <laughs> but I did find out recently that apparently my daughter has been in two relationships. Oh, so she is in the boy. Yeah. <laughs> she was in from... eighth grade. Wait. Paul. <laughs> How you go from I don't think my daughter's in the boys to finding out she had two relationships. Well, because currently I don't feel like she's that into boys. But apparently eighth grade was a different time yeah. for my child. So she was apparently in a relationship for eight months. Eight months? According to her. But when you ask them, what does that entail? It's nothing. It's maybe eating lunch together every once right. in a while, writing a letter here and there. Yeah. She still hasn't had her first kiss. Okay. So, yeah. So she was with that guy for eight months, and then they broke <laughs> what up. What was and, his name? I don't even know. I don't even be listening <laughs> Steve. to Steve. I'm going to just go with Steve <laughs> every time. <laughs> and then the other dude she dated, they just dated for a week. Wow. And he broke up with her and let her know it wasn't working out. I was like, <laughs> what, 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 working, what wasn't working out <laughs> working in a week? Out. <laughs> like, yo, That's a been, very small sample size of a relationship. <laughs> I'm just not finding <laughs> you know, what I need for that click. That's what I days. feel like kids shouldn't date. Because, <laughs> I mean, really, what do you even know about right. life at that point? You know the scary thing, though? Uh, a couple of my daughter's friends are already pregnant. Oh, at 14? 15, 15, 16. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, I could scary, not even man. imagine what would go through my mind if my child came home like, yeah, bun in the oven. Man. <laughs> that would just be weird. You just, you're going to be a young granddad. Nah, man. 
I'm, I, that, that's where I would follow my parents' footsteps. Like, you know, like they used to always tell us, I ain't going to be raising no grandkids. And then show sure up. Yeah, they was absolutely raising me. Because you, she's 14, so you was what, 20? I was 26. 26. Okay. When she was born. You started a little later than me. How old Definitely, was you? I was uh, like 22. Dang, that's yeah. still really young. It was mad young, man. Do I you, was a fresh twenty-two too. Do you feel like you you missed out on life becoming a dad so so no, young? I ain't missed nothing because you wasn't really out there in the field like that, kicking I mean, it. You know the what what I missed the club, going out to I did all that. You know what I'm saying? Like you that's know, how you got the kid, right? <laughs> you know, uh, I feel like I didn't miss nothing because uh, you know I ain't had the money to travel. Right. You know, so it wasn't like, yeah, I was traveling, man. <laughs> I wasn't doing that with the little stick in the knapsack. <laughs> I'm traveling. What were they putting in those in cartoons? That little knapsack. They would run away and do the little knapsack with the polka dots on it and just leave the house. Not like, knowing what you got where in there? A shirt? A can of sardines? That was it. That's going to last you one hour. Um, but yeah, so I never really felt like, oh, I missed out, you right. know. Especially now, you know. Now I'm like, you know, living life to the fullest now. Right. But that that just came with, like, finding my career path more so than anything. So, right. But, yeah, because uh, I, I definitely feel like having kids. Do, do you think that there's a big difference between if you have a boy or a girl for your first child? Because I definitely feel like. When you have a boy, it's mm-hmm. just, oh, man, get up, be tough, da 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 yeah. And with a girl, it's totally different. It's how are you feeling? Are you okay? Like, it's a lot. Do you yeah. feel like there's a difference between? I, I think people put the difference on it for sure, even though there shouldn't be, mm-hmm. because I do feel like, you know, uh, we don't value the feelings of males mm. like we do the feelings. Like, like with girls, we'd be like, oh, are you okay? How you feeling? This, that, and the third. But with boys, stop crying. Get up. It actually is very toxic for? when you think about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we actually teach young men to suppress their feelings, yep. to not talk about it. Then when they grow up, they don't know what to do with them, and exactly. they end up acting out in different ways. Exactly, because Never of all this repressed, shoved down of like emotions. Like if you're crying too much, if you want. And I've been guilty of like, all right, man, you know, on occasion. Uh-huh. Like, you know, if it's something minor, I'm like, what, what you crying for in this situation? But like, you know, the, the deep stuff, I'd be like, well, let's talk well, let's about, about how you feel. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like there's a difference between whining and crying. Like, if you're just whining yeah. about stuff, it's like, hey, man, knock All that right. off. But if you're crying, then you might, right. be, you know, Because you know some things. kids be like, eh. right. You ever see the kids in the supermarket? Eh. Man. Just that No tears, no just, nothing. Eh. And then you walk up on them, shut your ass <laughs> It ain't even your kids. You just pull up your shut shopping cart. Your pull up slow. <laughs> shut your ass up in the cereal aisle. <laughs> uh. My dad used to always say that. Why did our parents used to say things like, I'm going to give you something to cry about. Why would you want to give about. someone something to cry about? <laughs> because they whining. That's, that's, that's the BS wine. That's the, that's the dollar store wine, the cheap wine. We want that real that's that wine. box wine? Oh, man. You want that uh, upstate California wine. <laughs> A wine country. But um, and, and that's the sad part between, because, you know, I've always wanted a girl. Not always. I did want a boy first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, now I want a girl. And then, so I got two boys, but it was like, for years, I, even now, like I have flashes of like, man, I, th- I think having a girl would be nice. You Girls know? change you. Because I, I think I think I would be a great girl dad. You girl, know what I mean? Man, because like, girls, man, it's because, you know, I was with my daughter the day that she got her uh, administration package. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, that whole thing. And so it was crazy because she hadn't been with me. She had been living with her mom, and she came down with me for summer vacation. Mm-hmm. I had no idea of what to do. Right. So my biggest thing was just like, oh, shit. Like, I called Kev up. I'm like, Kev, man, she's, she's having a period. He was like, I don't know, man. I got sons. <laughs> right. I didn't know I don't know what. why you called Kev. <laughs> I called Kev. Like, he offered no. I didn't know what to do, so I right. just – Took her to the um, to the to the store mm-hmm. and just spent like two hundred dollars on every type of pack. Two hundred, but I bought a bunch of snacks. I, did, I, I bought her comfort food. I didn't know what to do. I was just like, you got the Ben and Jerry's ice cream, Oreo cookies, the different flavors. You got the regular black, uh, the little vanilla joints, all that stuff. And I really didn't even know. I realized my ignorance on female anatomy when I tried right. to explain. Right, it, I was just like, um, this is gonna happen. Once a month, you can have kids now. Listen, I don't, I, I, I didn't even know how to explain a period right. to a child. So, but it, the the dope thing about it 
was that I was there with her. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that that matters the most is that they'll remember. Even yeah. though I was a bumbling mess, she'll remember that. Like, man, at least he was trying. He tried. <laughs> and <laughs> it's important It's important right. for, for young girls to know that, you know, that time of the month is not some gross, super right. nasty mm-hmm. thing because that that's the that's the stigma that's put right. on it. Like, oh, you know, cramps and, and, and like dudes be like, I don't even want to hear it. Right. You know, like <laughs> you gotta let women talk about it because it's gonna Absolutely. happen. Ain't nothing they can do about it. It's gonna happen to to all females. So it's like, you Yo, know, and let it's, them talk it's, about it's it. It's crazy too because like I even notice visible emotional mood swings mm. for her. One day she was just tripping off of nothing. Yeah. And I was just like, yo, what are you talking about? And then I just turned around and then she was crying. Yeah. And I was just, and my daughter's just not a crier by uh-huh. nature. That's just not, and then I was like, yo, what's, why are you crying? She's like, I don't know. And then I was just like, is, are, are you, is it that time? And she was like, yes. I was just wow. like, it's so crazy like yeah. to see the actual physical shift right. of emotion of a child because yeah. of something that's going on. It's crazy, man. And so. it's easier to see like when it's your child or, mm. or even like a friend or a relative because sometimes when you when you with your actual girl, mm. you'd be like, man, come on, man. You, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you think it's about you when it's not and all these other factors, but when it's like a child that you you know you did nothing wrong at the exactly. moment, they just start crying over a bowl of cereal. You just, just like, man, what's happening? Like, what's going you saw the exact mood shift. Ex- Bruh, it was crazy. You turn around, you get the milk out the refrigerator, you turn back around, it's full yeah. tears. It's full it just, Tyler Perry movie, bro, bad wig. She got is. a bad wig on. <laughs> full hard cry, like slavery cry. And then, it's crazy to see it, man, but it's 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 definitely cool, man. I'm... I want to ask you this because you and I are comparable in age, uh-huh. and we—I think you're older than me, but keep I'm going. forty years old. I think you're really forty-five. <laughs> but now that so my daughter is fourteen, your uh-huh. sons are, of course, a, you know, a little bit older. Uh-huh. Do you want more kids? Because I really do, and then I don't at the same time. And that's a very weird space to be in. Not really. I mean, I think it's a common place to be in, actually. I think we all, a lot of times, you know, there's some people that be like, I'm good. I'm out the game. I'm good. I never wanted one to begin with. Don't even think about talking about it. I got my balls clipped. I got my whole sack taken off. Just shaft down there. Some people are just like, nah, we good, bro. Don't even mention it. But then I think a lot of times... A lot of people go back and forth in emotions, so I think it's normal to. But a lot of times we don't want to do that start over phase. That's the, the hard baby phase. Google Gaga, but it's trash. But then it's not like the first three, four months. It's like, uh, oh god, I can't even hold their heads up. Garbage. But then like six months to like two, yeah. it's lit. They're just they they're learning stuff. You know what the coolest thing about kids at that age? Uh-huh. Feeding them foods for the first time and seeing their reaction. Yeah. Like when they eat squash, they just be. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just, <laughs> so, I mean, that part of it, I'd be yeah. wanting to do, but then I'd be thinking, I always think like in for the future, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm 40. Yeah. So if I have a child now, the, the youngest I would be is 41. Right. And then I think high school graduation, 58, that's almost yeah. 60. Yeah. I don't. There's a lot of old parents out there, man. Especially these celebrity parents. They be sued. Like George Clooney's first child, I think he's like in his late fifties when he Really? Yeah. He didn't have any kids until, you know, he was in his fifties, I believe. Because this whole time he never had kids. And you looking at George Clooney, he been he been cracking since the nineties. Wow, he really has. Yeah, he hung in there. But like, um, I think about I always do uh the age math in my head, uh-huh. I'd be like, all right, so when Serene's 20, <laughs> I'll be. I've always done that. So uh-huh. I'm 42 now. Uh-huh. My son is 20. Okay. And my youngest son is 18. So it's just like I'm always doing the math. So I'm like, man, all right, so if Serene had a kid now, <laughs> I'd be, you know, a 44-year-old grandfather. grandfather. You know I, I, I do the same thing with numbers in yeah, my head. Yeah, I'm always doing the math. <laughs> and then, all right, let's say the grandkids have kids when they like 20-something. <laughs> I'll, I'll be, be a great 60-something. Wow. Great, great, you know, <laughs> right. great, you know, something. So I'm like, I'm trying to go down the line, like, right. you know what I'm saying, still be alive and robust. 
bus. <laughs> Out here. Yeah, because I, I want my grandkids to be like, man, my granddad young. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Man, and so, like, but like like you said, like, you know, you had those feelings of like, man, I kind of, but I just, I'm not interested in the baby phase. So to, you don't. To so, where you can't. So you could do the kid phase, the teenager phase, the young adult phase, but you just don't want to do baby phase. If I can do, <laughs> they start at six. <laughs> Right out the gate. They come out six years old, born with an outfit on, everything. Already completed the grades inside the oven. They got to just chocolate milk in their hand. Man, they just chocolate milk. Come out chocolate milk first. <laughs> and then they just get pulled out from there. Yes, but like but that, that baby kid phase where you can't. Is it because of the time? Is it like it, it's it the takes. the time. You can't take your eyes off of them. The right. traveling, the car seats, the mm, diapers, mm. this, that, and the third. It was just like, man, you, you can't look away for a second at a certain age on the kids. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't look away for a second. I'm like, I'm not looking for it. And plus, as much as I travel, it's just, no. And then I'll be feeling guilty <laughs> Being when gone. I'm on the road because mm. I, I feel guilty with grown kids. Now, if we go back to square one, I'm going to feel super guilty. I'm on the road a lot. Oh, yeah, because in your, I, I totally get yeah, that. Yeah, so it's like, you know. So you think I'm, you might be done? Oh, yeah, I'm you done. done. I'm out. You out the game? I'm out. Maybe adoption maybe down the line or something like that. But because uh, adoption, you know, there's plenty of kids that, that need a good good home, you know. Right. And they already of age. Yes. Go in there. And like, you can get one at the age that you want. So if you, exactly. can, you get like a six-year-old, you can get one with the shoes. And- they ready-made. <laughs> These, these kids up for adoption are ready made. They they are ready to go. Whatever age you need, they in there. They nineteen <laughs> at the orphanage. So like. if you did get one more, so do you think you would like if you did adopt, if that was to happen, would you go a girl? Yeah, I think so. Is that yeah. that's just? I think I, I think I would just and not to be cocky like uh-huh. you know, but I think I would be good for a girl. You know I think what I mean? You would too. Yeah, because I got the because uh, I'm very mindful of like uh, toxic traits right. with, within gender roles and how you know stuff people are treated based on gender and all of this. So I think because um, I've noticed like a real um, a difference between you know girls that have a tight bond with their fathers mm-hmm. versus those that don't. Absolutely, like, you know, and there's always exceptions to the rule. There's nothing that's universal. Right, right, right. But like I, I've just noticed that, and like um, you know, uh, I want to be that type of father to a girl. Where it's just like you know a tight, right, tight bond, and they and they can see you know how they want to be treated through through the father, what, mm-hmm. what they going to tolerate, what they're not going to tolerate. Exactly. Just that and the third. And so. I'm telling you, man, that the bond that I have with my daughter, it's unlike any bond I have in this world with mm-hmm. anybody. Like, it's just, that's like my best friend. We talk about everything and she trusts yeah. me. Like, sometimes she'll even tell me stuff and she'll be like, you can't tell mom. And I'm just like, what, what, what? what? Right. You know, I always got to find Do you low-key feel good about that? <laughs> I do. Yeah. I definitely do feel good that she, you know, that she trusts me. And that's, I just never want to lose that because yeah. I think that that's once your kid stops talking to you. Oh. Because you can't be around them 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. That's when they start going and getting into other little different yep. things. They and build just... a nuclear warheads in the garage. And it's just a crazy not time. You nothing. <laughs> man, that, that don't tell mom. Oh, man. It's that don't thing. tell the other parent. You really feel like, man, man I I'm really, really in here. It, it, you really feel special. Yeah, like, man. Like, man. <laughs> and I was, I was like, why would you want to tell mom? She's like, my mom just doesn't understand. I'm just like, oh, well, you know what? I'm here for you. I understand. Then you take a sip of an empty drink. There ain't nothing in that bottle, Dad. Anyway, side you. note, man, this is totally unrelated, but um, I just wanted to take a quick left turn in our conversation. I want to give uh-huh. you your props on something. Huh. You posted a picture the other day mm-hmm. of, I think, a picture of you when you were 22, 23. Yeah. When you were bigger. So I think you said you were 278. I was two. I was probably like 270. I was 270 plus. Man, in that picture. shout sorry. out to you for the changes you have made to get healthy. It's tipped because, like, I feel like me and you are like on the same path, and that like we're probably getting to the healthiest points of our lives right. later. Yeah. In our lives, and mm-hmm. I thought that that was just so cool because I was just like, even like even because I met you back in like 
08, 09. Mm-hmm. And you, you you were never big, but you were bigger than yeah. you are now. And so I just wanted to give you your props on that, man. Like, you know, you taking it seriously. I see you in the gym drinking your gallon of water a day, you yeah, know what I'm saying, doing the, the, the vegan stuff, man. I'm just really, it's inspiring. Oh, thanks, you know what I'm man. saying? Because Tony, <laughs> Tony is like a very no-nonsense friend. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> even like with my ups and downs and my weight loss, he's always just, no, you don't want it bad enough. Stop making excuses. Quit mm-hmm. eating all that feel. And I, I, I learned to appreciate where you were coming from. In yeah. It. But I just wanted to give That's you your props, man. I'm really proud that you're taking – an active interest in your health, man, because that's important. And you don't see a lot of black men our age doing that. So right. I want to give you. And you've been on a roll lately, like ah, a consistent roll. Yes, that'd be my main right. note with you. Like you gotta stay consistent. <laughs> exactly. I'll be, I'll be in the background, in the montage. <laughs> you gotta stay. The crazy consistent. thing is, is that I'll start to hear your voice in my <laughs> head before I make a bad decision. Like I'll be getting ready to eat some pizza, and you'd be like, "Don't boy, you don't want it." I'm like, "Shut up, Tony, make it." Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Um, and I looked at that because uh, Serene, my oldest son, he huh? took a picture of that. He's visiting his grandparents, and uh-huh. I guess that that picture was there. Uh-huh. And so he posted it on his Instagram, and I was like, <laughs> like I "Who's that at, fat guy?" Oh, I looked at him first, and I was like, "Oh man, I remember he was there." I looked over, I'm like, yeah. "Jesus, that's me." And then I I just took a picture of that because I was like, it doesn't even look like me. It looked Bruh, like a different you look person. Like a totally different. So I was person. like, wow. What do you think kind of went off in your head? Because I I think I noticed you start to take an active interest in your health maybe three, four years ago. What kind of put the light off in your head to make well, you Well, no, like, uh, so that picture right there, Serene looks like he's about one. So mm-hmm. we'll say it's 2001, two. And okay. so in 2003, I went to this healthcare place called Terra Rosa. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just wanted to, you know, I got my blood work done because I wanted to lose weight. Okay. And then that's when I found out I was 272 because I, I had been Was that your highest scales. weight? That I knew of, because I was avoiding the scale, because okay. I didn't I want that cool reality. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so they weighed me. I was 272. They did my blood work. My bad cholesterol was high, mm-hmm. and so because I was just eating whatever. And <laughs> so that's when that's when I first got mindful of how to eat and when. So a lot of people think, you know, my change started just because I quit eating meat. No, it so was before that. It started in 2003. That's okay. when I went to – so I went, and they told me to calorie count. Mm-hmm. And fat count, and don't eat anything with over ten grams of sugar per serving. Okay. So it taught me to read the nutrition facts of uh, everything I was eating. So because I was just eating whatever, just, never, <laughs> never looking at the back, never, right. just like. And so once I started doing that, so I was avoiding a lot of a lot of certain foods, and I was exercising more. So I went from two seventy two to two seventeen in like six months. Nice. So you was just on it. Yeah. So I I, I went all the way down. So a lot of people. Out here met me on the like on the between two seventeen and two thirty. Right, right, right. So they never saw me at that level. Mm -hmm. And so uh I've always eaten that way ever since where I that's too much sugar. Every Mm -hmm. now and then I would I would cheat. And so once you start doing your own math in your head, that's when you start slipping off again. Right. Like, oh, you no, start I getting comfortable. This. Uh-huh. this is only this. And you, <laughs> you're doing your own math. Cake, yeah, <laughs> I only weigh this. <laughs> right. And then that's why I weigh myself every morning now because it'll it'll hold me accountable for the day. Bodybuilders do that. Because you were asking about that in our yeah. group chat. Mm-hmm. I actually know a lot of bodybuilders that do that. So yeah, because it's right. like, all right, I'm 210 today. Let me take it easy. Right. And then, because when I do my own math, you hold on to the last weight you saw. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm, I'm only 207. And then you kind of slack Slip off. That's the, true. Yeah. And then you come back and the skills like, you yeah. 217. We, we, we seen what you did last yeah. weekend. <laughs> yep. So if you do it every morning, you're like, all right, let right. me take it easy today. Right. And um, so I've I've just been applying that because a lot of people think, and you know, in the conversation, that it's their vegan life. No, it's more than the vegan life. It, it's the right because you were still a count. little bit heavier even when you had first started the yeah. vegan stuff, right? Because a lot of people think vegan is automatic health. No, uh-huh. it's filth too. You know, even as recent as last when we were on tour, because when you couldn't eat meat, you would just eat popcorn. Then you went to the yeah. the doctor. That was like a, just a sodium. My bomb. sodium. I was a sodium <laughs> bomb because even when I was doing that first initial weight loss, uh-huh. I wasn't looking at the sodium level and all that makes you do is just hold water man (laughs) so it's like you could be working out was ridiculous it was crazy man and so um my sodium levels are good now Mm -hmm. but um i was just like 
And I can tell you hydrated out here, man. You're a very veiny guy, yeah, but you only man. get the veins if you've been drinking enough that, that water. Good hydration, man. And a shout, gallon a day. And shout out. Let me give you one other prop. That says I'm in a props giving mood. <laughs> Tony Baker, I have known since, and I tell him this all the like every couple years. It's always just a funny thing. <laughs> I've known Tony Baker since 2008, uh-huh. and never one time has he had subpar breath. Oh, <laughs> and most people will at least have one or two times. You're like, right. yo, you was wild that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> but shout out to Tone, like Tone out Man. here in these breath games. Because fresh. I'm, I'm low key OCD about breath, <laughs> so I'm just OCD about it. So I'll make sure I'm on point. <laughs> Because when people slip, I never forget it. You'll like, be like, man, uh, March 18th, 2015. I don't know what you ate. Man, listen. Because it's like, you know, if I see you eat an onion sandwich, <laughs> I know the source of the breath, so I'm good. And I'm like, I just saw you eat the onion sandwich. You it's, dipped it's, it in it's cheese. It's understandable. Yeah, you wash it down with coffee and you're smoking a cigarette. I can see everything. As you walk up. But if you come around the corner, I ain't seen you all day. <laughs> you just whoop. Oh, I'll never forget. Now you just got more questions than that. Just like, Man. what? And don't let you that talk don't about let it? your breath be the first impression. Oh, oh. Then you stuck with that. <laughs> That's just who you are. That's who you are. Funky well. mouth breath. Ted. Yeah. <laughs> it comes breath coming around the corner. <laughs> Why you call him breath? You'll see. <laughs> You'll soon see. It was that one day they were slipping, but that was the first day. But shout out to you for those things, man. Those are things I always think about. Outside <laughs> of the fact that you're one of the funniest people I know, I'm like, man, this breath ain't never stank. Oh, thanks, man. Well, shout yeah. out to you, Try man. Try to be my And plus, you know, we comedians. <laughs> we share microphones. Yeah. Like, I hate getting on stage and the mic stink. Oh, so you've gotten the mic before? Oh, and the like, stanky Whoa. mics? That happens a lot. <laughs> the stanky mics. Because some people be having their mic, they oh, mouth way right too here. close. Yeah. It'd be a rap concert. <laughs> like, so all that accumulation of different breaths. Oh, the mic, the mic. Imagine being a mic in your oh, next life. In your next <laughs> life, you are a mic with nostrils. Oh, it's just what if what if somebody's doing like an hour oh. and that breath is just tanking, Bruh. Woo. And you know, like if you if you do a forty five to hour set. You just talking oh. straight. Your breath gonna run out of steam eventually throughout <laughs> the set. Then it's just gonna go in the straight inside. <laughs> Coming uh, straight for the gut? Man, the <laughs> gut for real. Maya, what's going on over here? Well, I'm gonna show you a picture Mm-mm. of the North Hollywood Ralph's, the toilet paper aisle. Oh my God. Oh, you know what? I noticed uh, they gonna put the picture up, it's empty. I noticed that uh, I went to Target the other day, and it looked like the the paper towel and toilet tissue aisles were just ran through. And I was just like, maybe Target was doing something. I didn't think. So people are buying toilet tissue in abundance. Yeah, uh, they because just of coronavirus. For the quarantine? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so they're thinking that we might get <clears throat> we might get quarantined, like France, you said, or Italy. Italy. Italy got France as a as a country. <laughs> Italy got France. <laughs> Italy got quarantined as a country. Yeah. Yeah, they're all <clears throat> quarantined now. Wow. So they have to stay in the house? No, you can go to the grocery store, but only 15 people are in allowed in at a time. Oh, wow. Are we, are we, like, are we missing, is this like the real life outbreak? I feel like, I feel like people are overreacting because I feel like it's the flu that's been here. The flu has been killing people year after year. This is the new flu? The regular flu. So it's like, uh, so I think it's just a version of that, but I feel like the media mm. is causing this widespread, you know, and and not to take the flu lightly because right. it is highly contagious. But I didn't I, know that people really be dying from the flu. Yeah, <clears throat> apparently like eighty thousand people a mm. year die from the flu. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, mm. I've flu, gotten the flu a million times. I've never thought I was close to death. You know what? I don't. <clears throat> I don't know if I've ever had the flu knowingly. Like, uh, you know, and I've never gotten the flu shot. But um, the, I guess this is my question. If mm-hmm. the flu can kill someone, why do they give out flu shots? Didn't that potentially kill somebody? I guess they, I, I don't know no. how the flu shot it works. It contains dead or weakened versions of the virus, so your body kills it, has the antibodies. So if you get the virus, you can fight it off more efficiently. 
Oh, oh, so it doesn't okay. give you a fatal no. dose of it? No, mm. not at Got all. It. Okay. It's about 40% mm. effective, too. So it's not like you're guaranteed to not get the flu. So okay. you could just get it because it makes you sick when you get it, right? Yeah, because Some they're people, giving you yeah. like a, a weakened version. So you might just get it and then your body's still like, oh, we're going to get it again when it comes. Yeah. <laughs> so you just got the flu twice. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I've never trusted the flu shot. For some I've reason. always thought there was something that they were doing. I thought they were like putting something. I never trusted the I've never I had this one. fear of the government. And mistrust. Oh yes, of the government. You know, yeah. what I'm saying, you know, germ warfare, the smallpox mm-hmm. blankets. Mm-hmm. You know, I think AIDS was man-made. I'm standing in that. I think that that you know, I, I, I be, think they made it in the lab. No, I'm telling you, I be having these theories in my mind. I be having theories that you know all that like DNA testing. Mm-hmm. I think that that's just a way to get all of our DNAs recorded. Mm-hmm. I be thinking that too, but I, I want to know my lineage, I, bro. I got an. <laughs> I don't know anything I wanna about. Know. <clears throat> I know nothing about where I come from. That's it what bothers me. That's why I want the, you know, because my brothers did it, mm-hmm. and they sent me the stats. I was like, oh, but I, I want mine, too. Uh, then it's like, you, you, stuff like that echoes in my head. They just trying to get you. Exactly. The DNA. And I'm like, I want to know. <laughs> they actually percent. caught a serial killer like that. Really? Through like there, It was like the Bay Area guy or whatever. It was like a, a really famous wow. serial killer was caught because he was trying to find out. <laughs> no, it was his, and me. Oh, wait, what it was, was it? his brother or his cousin uh, that took the test. Uh-huh. So since your brother got it, they could still put it on you because it's close enough a relation. Wow. Really? Yeah, he so didn't it was even his take brother, the test. And then yeah. he just rolled like, hey, 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 that's that guy. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, they, so his brother, the innocent one, was a suspect. No, they had the DNA. They had the DNA on file. So his brother takes the test. It comes up as a hit because it's apparently close enough. And then when they go to talk to him, he's like, hey, man, it wasn't me. They're like, well, who's your brother? That guy. Uh, Wait, I'm confused. So, okay. One of them took the... Did did they already have the killer's DNA? They had the killer's DNA. Oh, okay, gotcha. So when he did his 23 and me, we got the killer's. No, no. (laughs) Well, it comes up as like a match. Like it's 80% or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I think that they're really... I, I think I don't trust these phones. You know that we never even be reading what we be agreeing to like to the yeah. terms of a, who knows like who has exactly. ever really sat there and read all seven Nobody. pages we just be like I want the app I want to talk accept. on the phone we do now. it all the time so I, I don't accept. trust the government man I think that they up to something y'all don't think they made AIDS I do I'm I do. 50 50. You know, I'm a conspiracy person. Yeah. You know, I, I figured you'd be in on this 100%. I think it was 50/50. definitely man made. I think it was man made. Now, Lyme think. disease, that was weaponized in a lab. Lyme yeah. disease? Lyme disease. Pardon tics? my ignorance. I, what is Lyme disease? You know, in the Northeast, <clears throat> you get bit by a tick and then you're just weak for like 10 years. For 10 years? Yeah. Jeez. Justin Bieber's got it now. Does he? You, you have it forever and it's incubation. From a tick? You can Justin get, Bieber has Lyme disease? That's what he said. Wow. Yeah. So you can get bit by a tick, a very small, and it can affect your life for 10 years and you have it forever? Basically. Yeah. Man. And you know what? It's funny because uh, we had dogs that uh, had ticks. So uh-huh. we, we we were doing battle with ticks before because they're hard. They are notoriously hard to kill. And when really? you pull them off, when you pull them off of the the dog, you got to really dig in there. Make sure you get the head because their head can stay in there uh-huh. and still be. They can just uh-huh. regrow from there. So we were just like. Cause they had ticks galore. We was like, oh, God, oh man, I got puppies, there. man. Don't tell me that. Yeah, no, man, man, I can't get ticks. It's, it's, it's they're more prevalent. Like when, yeah, oh, okay. New England, yeah, yeah, but they were in New Mexico because that's where the dogs were that we had. And then they just your dogs just sit there; they can't do nothing. They just getting feasted. Well, yeah, they just yeah, they just getting you know blood sucked on all day. So uh, we were in there just like, and ticks are disgusting. What what are ticks? Like what are they? Crustaceans. So they're like roaches that fly. They're tiny little, they're tiny little crabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, they bite you and they suck the blood and kill you. Basically, kill themselves because they're disgusting. Yeah. And they give so full wait, wait, too. wait, 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 wait. They, they, they eat so much of your blood, they die. They, they blow up to yeah. like grapes. They blow up. They just they don't start stop. Out like really tiny and then they blow up. Yeah. When you see one that's full, you, you actually see it's like a sack that just that's filled oh, up. Oh, God. So when it's you, so gross. When you come in, ah. when you come in, man, it, it's, it's wild. Oh. Because we were on the front lines. We had the door. We were like, oh, my God. We were still. How old were you doing this? I was a teen. 
Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, man, the t- we got to get the ticks off the dick. So there would be, like be more something. than one tick on a dog? Yeah. Oh, You'd yeah. have to take several of them off, mm-hmm. and then you would kill them when you took them off? Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. I hope my dog never gets ticks. Absolutely. Yours is going to be inside dogs, so yes. these were outside dogs and, like, you know, <laughs> they in just, and out. They just had to do their best. They yeah, just out there. I feel your dogs. <laughs> you're just going to walk them, take them to the dog park, and then oh, you're back man. in the house. I love it. Plus, I have, a li- I have very little dogs. I have a Yorkie and a Maltese, mm. and, like, I be afraid, like, when I'm out there, people with big dogs, because, like, big dogs be, like, trying to hurt little dogs. Oh, yeah. And I be like, man, look, don't yep. make it an issue. And like if you if you lived in my neighborhood, the coyotes have been on ten in my neighborhood. They just be wait 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 wait, wait. just coyotes just walking coyotes. around it's and they eat dogs. Groups of yeah, they they'll they and they'll try to they'll try to trap the little dogs. They'll 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 distract. No, yes, they they will be up the street. <laughs> they will be it'll be one like uh, my neighbor told me this. Uh-huh. She was like, I saw this lady walking with her little dog, and there was a coyote at the end of the street making noise. He's like whoop whoop. Whoop. And then he was talking to two coyotes up the block. He waiting. was communicating. He was letting them know, yo, it's a little dog coming. Be on the lookout. Mm-hmm. And she told her, get your dog and get the hell out of here. <laughs> what? coyotes, yes. They got they calls? They smart. Yep. So they was basically like, hey, yo, yo, yo. Yeah. Fresh fish Fresh on the line. Fresh feet on the yard, <laughs> boy. So coyotes just be out walking in the streets yes. of L.A.? All yeah. the time. I saw two coyotes in that Walgreens by the Ralphs. In two, the Walgreens? In, in the parking uh, lot. Just walking yes. around? They're just walking they in the parking lot. They are in the lot. community. Do they attack people or do they run away from us when they see us? You can chase off a coyote. Yeah. A person could. Yeah. Yeah. They're not they're not huge and like they look kinda young in the face and like the huge ears and they usually like run they'll look at you uh-huh. and they just kinda you know But they don't usually you. like be aggressive. No, I never feel threatened by coyotes mm-hmm. when I see them in my neighborhood. And no one you know me. A pack of them could be a pack of them. Oh, yeah. They get brave when it's a group of them. I just found this out. You might have known this. You guys might have all known this for a long time, but I found this out last year. Mm -hmm. Did you know that dogs are derivatives of wolves? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I talk about that on stage. Isn't that so cool? I talk about that on stage. Like little wolves. Yeah, but we're ruining them, in my opinion. Why? Like we're making them less than what they were. Mm. Like, look how small they are, and they're trembling, and, and they, they got can, all these illnesses. And, like, I feel like we're not good for the evolution of wolves. Yeah, I never thought about it and like we're making that. them super dependent on us. Just, we're just ruining this animal. Because there are dogs that women literally put in their purse. Oh, man, it's just like, come on, man. And then, I never if thought about out, that. If they're out in the streets, they wouldn't know what to do. Like, if I your think cat gets out, it's still going to be like, I got a pigeon today. Right. I'm good. <laughs> I thought about that. Like, if my dogs ever just stumbled out of my... They're going to be like... Oh, I was like, y'all don't know how to fight. Y'all Man. don't know how to go hunt. Right. But humans used to be badass, too. We're not. Mm, yeah. Now, Trash. I saw uh, in the acrobatics championships, they had this little tiny guy. They were using him as a jump rope, the big guys. Uh, they were using a guy as a jump rope? Yeah, because in China, they just breed. So they breed him so he's like tiny. These two big guys, to win the championships, throw him around, use him as a jump rope for the fourth guy. See, I don't care you how small I am. Man. As a grown man, you're not going to use me as no jump rope. We got to fight. Square up, meet man, me in the man, back. Man, just give me your wrist. <laughs> Grab him, man. <laughs> Grab him, man. No, Grab him, <laughs> Yeah, man. It's like we're going down. The only thing about humans, though, we live longer now than we did back mm-hmm. in the day. We but did used to hunt. Surviving on our own? <sighs> we No, it's like if you died in infancy, then that messed up the average. But mm-hmm. a lot of these hunter-gatherers, they lived into their 70s with really? good teeth. Yeah. It's oh, wow. the average got messed up because you didn't make it to five. Mm. Wow. I thought they were dying at like 30-something. No, they're way stronger They were 70-year-old cavemen? Yeah. Really? Because you see some 70-year-old guys are still super strong. Yeah. They've been, they've been working the whole time. I feel, I feel like you working your whole life in the hunter-gatherer phase. You get, we got to eat. <laughs> you 65 out there with a spear tackling <laughs> a Hella grays in your beard. Yeah, like, we got to eat, right? Now, I feel I, like we have become really dependent on technology. I realized not too long ago, if I didn't have my phone, I wouldn't know where to go. Oh, man. And yeah. I live in L.A., but, like, I literally, like, what did we do before we put the stuff in we had. Homes? I used to have a big atlas that you would get from, like, the uh, Thomas Walmart. Guy? The big, I heard about Thomas, Thomas. Guy later, but mm-hmm. I had the big atlas that shows you each state. 
and I would just follow that. And you would you used to actually know how to read maps? Yeah. Yep. I was like, all right, we got to get on the forty. The forty would take us in the Arizona, bro. I was it, like, and then there was MapQuest, right? Where we had to print it out. Print it out. We left. I remember that. Then it's just on your phone. Now it's just. I yeah. remember I used to work at AAA back in like 01, 02, before mm-hmm. computers were really what they are now. And so we used to, like when people used to call us, like we used to have to get those Thomas guides yeah. and try to like find people. Now you can just literally send people the location. Like, I, but I think that it's making, much like you say with dogs, mm-hmm. I feel like it's changing the evolution of men. I think like mm-hmm. years later, you know what I realized recently? Mm-hmm. My, my handwriting is oh, atrocious. Man. I can't even read it because I, I never. I can't even write. write for long periods of time. Like my hand, <laughs> bro. My hand, bro. Like, you, like I had to. This is when I knew it was trash. I had mm-hmm. to write my daughter a note for mm-hmm. school, and like I was writing, and I was like, "Man, you just write it. I'm gonna just sign Man. it from my phone." <laughs> I wrote. I wrote a letter to my landlord because I want new new carpet, and I was like, "You can write them a letter," and I didn't. I didn't want to type it out, so I hand. I was like, "My hand, it hurts." From a paragraph about carpet, I was like carpal tunnel. My fingers hurt. That was that lady from Happy Gilmore. I feel like that—that's what I feel like. That's what technology is doing to us. Like, yeah, because there's so many things. Like, bro, I don't even know how to change oil. Mm. Can you change your oil? Nah. <laughs> there's so I many can't. things. I know it's easy. I watched my mechanic do it. I think I could do it. In a pinch, I know where to go, where to, to unscrew it and let mm. it leak out. I know where to do that, but I don't. I've never done it. I'll say that. But I, I think if I had to do it, I could do it. When's the last time you changed a tire? Uh, probably like last year. I, year I last time I tried to change last year. I think it was because I had a cheap jack. Like mm. I dropped the car on the tire. Oh, it was wow. I almost really hurt myself. Wow! Because I don't do these yeah, things. Yeah, I, I can like, change tires. I've changed plenty of those. Yeah, it was like last year. We were at Trader Joe's, me and Sabrina. I was like, came out with a flat. So, man, come on. Did, did a part of you feel like you had to change it and not call AAA because you're a guy? I always change the tire. So you're always Yeah, I've always that. changed tires, yeah. yeah. So I, And I feel good. Like when I do something in the car, like <laughs> when I change the tire or I put in a new headlight, I'll be like, yeah. I'll be feeling fully bearded, shirt off. I got a spear, you know what I'm saying? A Jaguar at the end of the spear. I was like, yeah, I did I'm, I'm telling you, man, I think it's weird because I'm starting to feel like, I feel like my man clock like it's starting to tick like there's mm-hmm. certain things that i want i feel like i want to chop wood yeah cut grass i really feel <laughs> like i need to move out of this apartment because yeah just as a man i feel like i want to just wake up saturday morning and yeah. cut the grass yeah and we I, technology has <laughs> its, its has its benefits too so mm-hmm. now you can go on youtube and learn how to do anything mm-hmm. so you can you can learn how to cut grass like keon he learned how to jackhammer Himself, so he can jackhammer the backyard. He was just like, he, he went to YouTube. Yeah, he, he had a full jackhammer. Never done it before in his life. <laughs> went to YouTube and did it. So really? It's like, yeah. So YouTube is there. I ain't gonna lie. I learned how to roll a blunt on YouTube. Yeah, anything you need, <laughs> you can find it on the internet. So now, but that's the good thing about technology. Right. If we want to go back to really be hands on, right. then we can. And then, yeah. and I be wanting to learn how to do stuff myself. I hate it when like people do it for me. Yes, I be like, let me let me learn. You know, <laughs> I just want to just cut some wood and then put it in a fireplace. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I just feel like there's just really like instinctual man stuff mm-hmm. that at the age of forty, I'm like, and I, I feel like we we're, we're losing our mm-hmm. directional capacity because we we're relying on GPS. Now. I, I can I be GPS in the simplest stuff. I'll just be like, oh, I put in the bro. GPS. I GPS in LA all the time, mm-hmm. and I've lived here for ten years. I GPS everywhere. I GPSed here, and I've been here a bunch of times. Right, but yep. I just I, I feel like it's dumbing us down and mm-hmm. it's making us stupid. I GPS if I come here from somewhere else other than my house. Mm-hmm. I GPS. It. And I've been here mad. Times. But then, what do you do when your phone dies? It's just home. I'm in Arizona, guys. I was trying to get home. You were six blocks away. I'm in a, I'm in Oregon. Said <laughs> sit down, man. I, I knew it felt a little long. You was driving for ten hours. It just felt different without the phone. Yeah, yeah there's man. a lot in our phones, man. I do be realizing, man, dog. What else is going on? Bro? Yeah. Well, a new study out of Ohio State shows that parents who are already anxious in their relationships, mm-hmm. 
are more likely to become jealous of a baby once it's born. Both partners, actually. I've heard such studies as this, and I just don't understand. Mm. How could you be jealous of a child? I mean, it makes sense, man. Humans are just jealous. It can happen. It can but happen you, whether it's uh, friendship jealousy, relationship jealousy, just, you know, the lack of attention. It's mm-hmm. just like, I think it just happens to, to certain people. Um, so I'm not really surprised, like, because they were already on shaky ground within the relationship, and, and now the baby's coming in. Another person and, into no, it. I'm just not. The baby's more important than me. And then a lot of times, too, people will be having tr- problems or trouble in their relationship mm-hmm. and they'll assume that a child will fix those right. things or bring them closer together mm-hmm. and then sometimes I think maybe it can have the opposite effect right. of what they were thinking. Yeah. And I definitely feel like it's it's, it's a bad thing to use a child as a fix-all or a band-aid. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. It's going to bring us closer together. No, no, no. no. You got to be solid. <laughs> if you had issues before, man, they're going to still be there. Now, and now, you you know, with a child, now you might bury those issues. Mm-hmm. Oh, with the baby. We got to take care of the baby. Right. The baby. And you still got all this, you know. <laughs> all those other issues. Unresolved issues just piling up underneath your soul. And then, and then you explode when the baby like eight absolutely my parents were fighting and then you know <laughs> they just never vocalized anything until i was eight and then that's when my life changed <laughs> at eight man that's when i became a drug dealer <laughs> you know and so, that's when the crips called man yeah, they called right on time i just ran away i was eight i had a stick in the knapsack <laughs> two shirts and a he-man man. toy in there <laughs> i had a can of sardines for the sustenance <laughs> So, yeah, I'm not really surprised. Yeah, that, well, what would you do if your significant other became jealous of a baby that's already born? That would that would be a tough one. Yeah. Because I also understand that postpartum depression is a real thing as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, women go through real... And they say men men can get it, too. Really? Yeah. I didn't know Chaz that. said he got Chaz, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chaz was like, I think I got depressed after. So they never talk about the man side of it. But uh, that happens as well. Yo, fun. I mean, related but not related. Mm. They, I seen this thing on the internet recently, and it was like a study about like domestic violence and stuff, mm. right? And it, it, it was like it was a it was like a hidden video show, and they had like a uh, they had a guy and a girl, right? And when the guy was like yelling at the girl mm. and like being aggressive, like people would jump in, like stop, what are you doing? Women would stand up, men would say, hey, what are you doing? Right. But then when it was a woman. That was like assaulting the guy. Uh, Everybody was laughing at the guy, and no one helped oh. him. Right. So I feel like the, the reason why I say that in this situation, I feel like those double standards mm-hmm. are real. Like you said, oh, like yeah. we never even think about men having because I never even knew men could get postpartum depression. Right. But now you, hearing you say that, I'm like, wow, like that's just crazy because men's feelings are just as important. But I feel like. Even like what we said in the beginning, like how we're taught very early on to suppress our feelings. We're not mm-hmm. supposed to feel our feelings. I think that's definitely and, very And that, that, that the woman is the weaker gender, so right. they, they can attack us, and we're supposed to take it as exactly. men. And like, you know, they can hit us, but we can't hit them Bro, back. It was literally that, people yeah. laughing. Like, yeah. look at that, man. Hi, like, good for He's her. Soft. Like, it, Get was, him, girl. it was crazy. Yeah. Like, it was, it's just a crazy thing. Double to standards is real. There definitely are. Out here. Yeah. There are physical differences between men and women. Like, even the same size, True. the man is more likely to be mm-hmm. able to knock her out. Right. Whereas he could just be like, I'm done with you. But still, but why is that? I think putting your hands on somebody is putting your hands on somebody. And it's and if we I think that we should keep that same energy across the table. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Nobody deserves, you know what I'm saying, to be to be hit. I th- you know I, I mean? think I think it's completely right for a man if a woman hits him to hit her back. I, I'm not mad at that. I'm game. I, listen, it. I tell my oh, daughter. Yeah. I, t- I tell you know, my daughter. You don't get a pass because you're no. weaker. That's like if a if a if a five seven skinny man socked me in That's the face true. and I hit him back, I wouldn't be in the wrong. I'd right. be like, he hit me. It's the same with a woman. I, but you can't. Are you saying open hand or closed fist? Period. Whatever, whatever. Rick, keep your instinctually to happens to me as a result of you <laughs> punching me. Uh-huh. Whether it be an open hand, whether it be a, a, a quick, because a lot of times a hit back is instinctual. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So I might, I might sock you closed handed. You know, in the I t- moment, I don't know. I tell my daughter that all the time. Like, I'm like, look, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to any situation with, you know, if you're dealing with somebody from the opposite sex, 
if you put your hands on a guy mm-hmm. yep. and you get hit back, you just got hit. I mean, that's why you should keep your hands right. to yourself, and you can't ever judge the reaction of what it is. Like right. he said. It's however he's feeling. So if you hit him, you might get the open hand, the punch, the hit with a bar stool, right. whatever happens. But you can't sit there with your face surprised yeah. because you started it. You can't hear this with the how dare you. How dare you. No, well, technically, self-defense is you get to give an equal reaction back. Mm-hmm. So if someone were to slap you, you can't take out a gun and shoot them in most oh, yeah. states. <laughs> right, right. In most so, but if a girl slaps you, you could probably slap her back and right. go to court and be like, yo, she hit me first. Yeah. Right. And but but cool. I think but the thing right. that I've learned in the environments that I've been in is that you can never be able to tell how that person is yeah. going to react. So it's always best to err on the side of caution right. or just be able to go wherever it goes because I've seen things escalate really quickly. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, yo, that guy did all that. Well, maybe you shouldn't have. You should <laughs> never hit people. And oh, yeah. no gender your should yourself. ever right. hit another Always person. a better plan. So, yeah. Absolutely. Especially not someone you love. You say oh, you man. love them. Yeah. Absolutely. Kudos to the guys that, you know, they take <laughs> they take the repeated slaps and punches. And oh, yeah. Shout they, out they to just them. They just take it. Yeah. Like, wow. You know <laughs> You got a lot of self-control. Man. You know. <laughs> um, and I, I think like if a clear-headed Tony, I, I could do that and try to, you know, find it. But in the moment, on the on the instinct, you know, it might I be don't a like quick getting, snap back. Yeah, because I don't like getting hit in my face by man. Anybody, the hit in the face anybody. shuts the party down. Oh, yeah. that's oh. just the party down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I had so many fights growing up because it would take it to a head hit. Like, we'd be playing, like, the body punches. Uh-huh. I can take those. Take then, the body shots all day? Once you get hit in the head, forehead, like, all right, man. All right, so you're one of those dudes where you're play fight and then it's a real fight? If, if I get hit in the head. <laughs> like, if we, if we were already established the parameters, no head shots. And then you take a head shot? man. Yep. I don't know why I couldn't see you fighting. Oh, man, I used to fight Just all the Just because you're such a nice guy. Like, Tony is so nice. I feel like if you, if you made him get mad enough to fight you, it has to be your fault. Well, like, like as an adult, we don't play fight as <laughs> right. much as grown men. Like, right, we too, we too grown. But like, you know, growing up, that's all we did. Right, we just fought. We fought all the time. <laughs> I used to fight all the time, and then I was like, all right. Which, what do you think your record was if you had to compile it? My record is probably. I know I lost two fights. Which like, 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 you know like what? no debating. <laughs> <laughs> I lost. I lost twice to my boy Leon. You know. We so you went back twice. for the re-up, and he gave you the yeah, same business because I would get mad. We'd be play fighting. I get mad. I would fight for real, and I lost <laughs> twice. Shout out to Leon. You know what I'm saying? He beat me twice, and then um, I lost to Adriana. She came on the porch. And wait, 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 wait! You got Adriana. beat up by a girl? Yeah, man, Adriana, man. I, you said Adrian. I thought it was just Adri- oh, Adriana. Adriana beat yeah, you with up the, with the with the lazy eye. She she put. Tell me this story. I so. <laughs> We was on the porch on 36th Street, and uh, her, her and her family was walking through, and uh-huh. I, I started roasting her and her family. <laughs> so she came on that porch and socked me up a good two times. It was just a two-piece biscuit. I just took the hit. two pieces. <laughs> Adriana, man. You know what I'm saying? Wait, Shout she out was to walking by, you tried to roast her? I started it. She I came up, bop, bop, and you bop, just bop, like, oh, roast like, this session over. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to regroup. I cried a little bit. So Adriana got me. And then uh, Tamika next door, she got me. You got she was beat up older. by two girls? Yes, man. These Chicago <laughs> girls are a different breed. All right? Tamika, she got me. She was my next door neighbor, uh-huh. my boy Maurice's sister. And she was older than me, but we ended up fighting real. And then she socked me in the eye one good time at the end of the fight. And then Ooh. I just gave up. I was like, you just gave I got up. a crush on her in the sock up. I was like, yeah. <laughs> She She's hit like, me in the eye. I just laid there. You know, I looked through my good eyes. She looked man. amazing. I got beat up by my sister one time. It was tough. Oh, wow. I got beat up by her older a couple sister? times. My older sister. Okay. But it was messed up, though, because we were boxing with the boxing gloves. Uh-huh. And so we was fighting, and I was losing the fight yeah. with the with the gloves <laughs> on. So I got mad, and I uh-huh. threw the gloves off. Like, what's up? And then she beat me up with no gloves on. I mean, so I you, was know, just you like, wanted it. I should have just took it with the gloves. You said, what's, what's up? And she showed you what was up and what was down. Yeah, man. So I definitely got four losses in there. And I would say I got a winning record, but I definitely got some defeat. I, I didn't really. You know, my last fight, I was 19 years old. I got hit in the head with a Hennessy bottle. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did it, did it shatter? No. Okay. Just, it was like, just caught me. Um, I, I think I've only maybe been in like. 15 to 17 fights. I think okay. my record's probably 11 and 6. 
I ain't never been stomped out. That's one thing I can say. I have been jumped before. You been jumped? Yeah, Tell yeah, us the, the, the jumping story. <laughs> one time I was fighting Gerald Myers, and then we was fighting one on one square. We was on the you ground. Was getting, getting the best. And then of they me? jumped both of us while we was on the ground fighting. They was just stomping us out. Why? Like, I was looking. I'm like, why y'all do? We was already <laughs> in mid fight. Because I was absorbing the stuff. So y'all went from fighting each other to getting jumped on. They were just so excited about a the fight. They had to. The, <laughs> to, to stomp us out. I was like, man, y'all that thirsty for blood. <laughs> so I got stomped out then. Then I got stomped out again uh, just on the school. But you uh, was a big dude, so that was a lot of stomping that they man, would have to Chicago, do. Man, <laughs> Chicago, size didn't matter or gender. It was just anybody could get anybody it. Anybody could get it anybody at any time. Anybody could get this work. And so they jumped me. It started out like a play fight, then it got serious. And I was just like, man, y'all Don't you hate me. it when that happens? When man. everybody's having a good time, everything is great, then every time, all of a sudden somebody's serious, mm -hmm. then somebody gets punched in the side of the head. Socked out, <laughs> stomped out. <laughs> you. I've, I've been through it all at this point. No weapons, though. I ain't been through the weapons. Nah, 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 nah. Not the weapons. But man. I, and I just, I, I don't know, I just feel like I got to a point in life where I just was like, man, fighting is just dumb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's got to be a good call. It doesn't man. even prove anything. Because most times, it's like, if you're arguing or having a disagreement, the fight ain't the thing that you was arguing or disagreeing right. over. Yep. Like, you could be arguing over who's better, Tupac or Biggie. It's like, mm. well, we're going to fight. Well, that's square no, up. <laughs> Square up, man. Come on outside. Man. I've actually seen that this. that argument oh. start a lot of fights. Yeah, people right. get somebody start yelling, be like, "You ain't gonna be yelling at me." Well, let's take it outside, and then they go outside. <laughs> the cool part about fighting now is people record it so much, so That's now the your sock up could be viral. That is the. I don't know if I could survive in this era as a child because they didn't have cameras. You could just lie your way out of it. Like, oh, you should see the other guy. Yeah. Nowadays, like actually, we see no, we him right here. right here. You on the shade room? <laughs> Getting socked out by five five dudes. You know what I don't like? You no. know what I actually hate? And if there are any parents out here that have done this, I want you to just chill. I hate the videos of parents whipping their children. Oh yeah. On like like what yeah. teenage children. Like, like, what? You should not be trying to go viral. Nah. Mom, nope. dad, like, don't quit beating You want kids. no evidence. What are you doing? It's just a, Why do you yeah. want the evidence? <laughs> you just beat the kid. You got to make sure ain't no cameras around when you discipline the kid. Come over here. I Come see around when the other corner. day this lady was whooping her kid, and she was whooping him for whatever, and then, and then she stopped, and he was just like, ah. He just throws up, and she hit him again. I'm like, what? She hit him for throwing up. I'm like, what are you doing, man? And you know the cold part is we we were raised like this, right? We we were getting these type of whoopings. It was just no cameras, exactly. And now it's like once you see the video, you're like, man, this is what we went through <laughs> as kids in the '80s. The, the arm hold up while the, you get oh, the, the, the the whole midsection, Woo, man. The man. midsection. Whoopings was tough. Yeah, whoopings was out there, man. Yeah, man. But my my uh my dad, he always focused on the cheeks though. He, <laughs> he never went up to the backside. It was always just right the there. Cheeks. Just he always made line. sure that the cheeks was on full display before he went in for the for the impact. So I never got the back hits or the leg welts. It was like the cheeks. Did you whoop your kids coming up? Yeah, only like, n never a straight whooping. It, it'd be like a quick tap. Right. It'd be a quick in-the-moment tap, like boom. And I can count on one hand how many taps I've delivered. Yeah, I haven't whooped, I haven't spanked Kiara since she was five. Yeah. Just because I didn't think it was an effective way. I mm -hmm. was just like, children are actually just many versions of people. Like, they're not dumb. <laughs> many versions you know what I'm people. saying? Like, Kids you can people. just talk to them and right. they can apply what you're saying. Right. And I feel like when people just go too quick to the whoopings, I feel mm -hmm. like that just shows a deficiency in the parenting. Right. Like, your communication is off. Cause There's definitely, you know, alternative methods. Each kid is different. Like yeah. we said on this show before, every kid is a fingerprint. It's like every kid, you got to wow, do I different like methods with each kid. I like that. You got to do different methods with each kid. Right. You know, some kids need the hands. Some some of them need them. You what know. I've learned about my daughter is that it's she 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 more she like thrives in incentive based mm -hmm. things. So it like if she's having an issue in school, she'll do better if I say Kiara. If you get you know if you get a B in this class, yeah. you know I'm gonna 
take you out to dinner or you know what I'm saying mm, versus okay. if you get a D in this class you're gonna be grounded right 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 like she just kinda goes more for the, the positive incentives yeah. versus the fear of discipline right I know if I get D it's, it's a wrap <laughs> exactly. what about the good grades I don't think you're just gonna say good job like, All right. exactly yeah, but that's dope the incentive right. base the incentive base it yeah. definitely works that helped me like as a kid like I remember saying for every B you get I'm gonna give you $20 I was like oh yeah oh, book yeah. out put my glasses is on I didn't do nothing but still and that's what I really do with my daughter too like I really like put the emphasis on education because it really wasn't given to me when I was young like that right in my work like when I grew up it was just don't get nobody pregnant don't get arrested before you're 18 and, mm. and get a job <laughs> if you could do those three things that was success you made it but it was never like it was like college it'd be like wait right what? so yeah. I definitely try to you know instill that that's okay. dope, man. Oh, yeah. Her grades went up. Oh my God, yeah. no Bs. I mean, no Cs. Oh, that's so she dope, had all man. A's and Bs on her first report card as a freshman, and uh, second semester we going for all A's. And yes. I think she can do it. She can get that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That that scholarship. Yes, I want. I want her to be able to get a, a academic, academic scholarship. Yeah, that's what Sincere got. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, good that's for you. Dope. Man. He got the he got the academic, the academic scholarship. That's oh, so clutch. dope. When I hear black children doing that, yeah. I mean, not that I'm not impressed when they get athletic scholarships. Right. But when you could get it off the muscle of your mind, yeah, because that, that, that's not highlighted in the black community right, like right. it is with the you know the athletic scholarships. Like oh, you know, right, right, right. But man, the academic scholarship right, that means you did your work and you held it down to enough to where they said just based on how good you are in the classroom, right. Man, you ain't even got to pay, man. Come on. Man. Yeah. I, I love That's that. outstanding. That's dope. That's, that's black hard to do. excellence. Mm -hmm. I like that, man. You For got sure. an academic scholarship. No, I went to my skate school, my state school. Mm, okay. Wow. I got some scholarships, but I was just like, I'm going to URI. It's a mm. perfectly good school. Nice. I got an academic scholarship. Did in you? The streets. <laughs> I never went. <laughs> I never even went. I went to college for like two weeks. I went and got the financial aid check. Once yeah, it you came buy? through, I was like, man, I'm <laughs> go try to get some What'd birds. What'd you buy? I was buying Jordans. Just I bought some rims for the Mustang I had because I just did not have any value right. on education. Cause, and you know another reason why, as I get older, you know another reason why I realized I hated school. Mm. I got bullied. Oh, okay. and I could give you a negative connotation yeah. of a place if every time I go here I gotta either fight or get roasted and yeah. talked about crazy. I'm like, I don't like this place. And then in my family and the life, nobody's sitting there like you gotta do this, right? So, so I was just like, man, give what's me the a, point? Yeah, I was like doing the bare minimum just to get out of there. Did you get bullied in college as well? I didn't go to college. Oh, okay. You just you literally <laughs> the two weeks. Yeah, I literally went. I went to college. I went there for maybe it was a junior college. I went to Consumers River College. In Sacramento, I went for maybe two or three weeks, literally. Wow, literally. And, but I, you know, I didn't really get bullied in high school, but elementary. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And even in middle school. Mm -hmm. oh. And yeah. I was a fat kid, so I was big, but I was scary. Mm. You don't want to be those two things, right? Not in the hood. You can't. You know, they, you know what the nickname they used to call me? Huh. Big for nothing. Big for nothing. Big oh, for nothing. <laughs> I hated it. They, they called you that when you walked in? Yeah, big like, for oh, nothing. Big, big for nothing. nothing. He ain't finna do, he ain't finna bust a grape in a fruit fight. Dang, though. Yeah, so that was life. Man. Let me ask you, though. Yes. Do you think bullying helped you develop character? Absolutely. Or if you could go back, would you say, I don't want to be bullied? That's a very good question. Um, no, I, I wouldn't change anything because I know if you change anything, then I don't become the person that I become. So, and I'm glad that the person that I became. Um, but I think in, in, in looking back at it, it gave me a lot of character and it, it, it made me understand what my strengths and my weaknesses were. So when I, I knew that I wasn't a good fighter, but then I started to realize I had a good sense of humor and that can kind of keep people at bay. Like, you know what I mean? So I think a lot of my deficiencies that I dealt with growing up, it helped shape and strengthen other areas. So I think the fact that I got bullied probably made me become a really, really funny person because that was the way that I dealt with it you know, mm. coming up. Would you want your daughter to experience any no, bullying? No. Even if it no. made her a better person? No. 
because it it because it I know that the issues that I grew up with it took a very you know I had to be really mentally strong to get through that like you know what I mean and it showed up in different places like I couldn't control my weight you know and then when I got weight loss surgery I couldn't control the drinking because I was trying to self-medicate because of how terrible it made me feel so even though I'm happy now that I was able to kind of go through all those things and going through them it was like I don't know if I'm gonna make it through half of this shit because it's mental anguish that you can't even start to understand so i wouldn't want my i wouldn't want anybody to deal with that like I mean, bullying tough. sticks with you man oh yeah because i got i got bullied for my size and it, it stuck with me i was a bully and then i got bullied and i was like oh man so i saw the so value you were the bully first i was the bully i was the bully uh initially like uh, even right. even the fight with adriana it was just like uncalled for <laughs> right you know and so i was bully mcgee that guy i was fighting where we both got stomped out i was a bully on him <laughs> and so when i went to a new school i became the, prey. the bully the predator became the prey yes and i was like man this is a valuable lesson i now know what i put them through and so mad valuable uh, but the, the the moments that i did get bullied it stuck with me like right. you know what I'm saying my insecurity about my weight all mm-hmm. of this you know and um, it's a bad feeling. And yes. I was just like, man, but how, how bad did I make other people feel? It's wow. like that movie Flatliners when, um, you know, I don't know if you ever seen Flatliners. It was a story about, you know, they figured out a way to come back from death. No, I have not seen they, they would, they would, They would die and then be brought back to life. And when they were brought back, they were haunted by you know, what was waiting on him in the afterlife. Oh. So, like, and, and in Kevin Bacon's character, he bullied a girl when he was in school. So when he when he got brought back, he was seeing visions of this girl just, just bombing on him verbally. Damn. And so that made him, you know, find her and go apologize. And write that wrong. Yeah, so it was like it was like that. And I was like, oh, man. So I had my flatliners moment. I got to go watch that movie. Yeah, it's good. That it came out great. like 1990. They made a remake that nobody watched. Oh, nobody watched the, the Yeah, remake. but uh, watch the original. Kiefer Sutherland, Julia Roberts, Kevin Bacon. Flatliners. I'm going to watch that tonight. Flatliners. It's a good time. It's nice. creepy. Because like, Kiefer Sutherland had the, the worst one because it was this kid that they ended up killing on accident. Oh. His vision was actually beating him up. Oh, damn. Yeah, he was oh, getting so it was, Oh, up. so it was... It was Messing with his head. Yeah, oh. yeah. So and uh, and then Julia Roberts had one of her father. Well, don't tell me the whole thing. I'm gonna oh, go yeah, watch yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Flatliners. You know what I'm saying? Check it out. I'm gonna go watch it for sure. Uh, anyway, we gotta get out of here because okay. we we are way past the time. All I right. like to do an hour and then. All right. Well, thank you for uh, having me, man. It's oh, always man, good talking through. to my good friend. Tony thanks for Bacon, coming man. through, man. Currently yeah. writing a film for you right now, yes. so y'all will hear about that soon yes. to come. Me and May. So yes, mm-hmm. we out here. We, that's right. Uh, tell them where they can find you. Uh, you can find plug me, everything. Okay, uh, you can find me on all socials at I am Doughboy. I A M D O B O Y. My YouTube is I am Doughboy TV. Um, you can check out my podcast with Kev on stage, Righteous and Ratchet, available on all platforms. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just here for the people, man. Man. Thank you for having me. Um, remember, if you guys have questions, uh, you can ask us in the comments section on YouTube. We'll tackle them on the show. We didn't get to them in this episode, but you know we're going to get to them eventually. <laughs> we sure. went over. It's an hour and six. I like to talk. What can I say? <laughs> no, we, it was great. It was yeah. great. Um, you can find me everywhere at Tony Baker Comedy on everything. Uh, I will be in Cincinnati this weekend, all weekend, at the Liberty Funny Bones, six shows, Thursday through Sunday, pull up. Albany, New York next weekend. Pull up, you know. And uh, West Nyack, New York, first weekend of April. So pull up. You out here for real. Chicago for one night only, March 28th at the DuSable Museum. Pull up. I think I might pull up for that show. I just want to see you rock. In Chicago? Yeah, I think I might just come out there just oh, to wow. see that show. Okay. Yeah. I want to see you perform in Chicago. Pressure's on. That'll be fresh. They want to pull up for sure, man. Anyway, uh, thank y'all for tuning in, and uh, we out here. Boom. Yeah, what day is your...